Yo, this is Cash from Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I've gotten a lot of people asking questions about starting a podcast. Well, look no further. Download the Anchor app. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that help you edit the podcast right within the app or on the computer. Anchor distributes your podcast to several different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Now to the money. You guys like money, right? Well, Anchor can make you money from your podcast with minimum listenership. I said enough. Go download the app. It's free. Anchor app. Or go to www.anchor.fm to get started. Thank you for tuning in to Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. A show that's real, raw, and rough. We talk about life, sports, kids, money, relationships, you name it, we got it. So come on in, grab a seat on the couch, and let's get this show started. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, you wasn't expecting us to go live, but we live and we back for another episode. Episode 11 of Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. I'm one of your hosts, the one, the only, Hadrico, and I'm riding with Exec P. New nickname alert. What? What? New Yo, nickname alert. That's how you do. Why the switch, Cash? Hey, man, I'm starting to feel like we sound real, real fucking good. So I, I got to, you know, I got to get my exec P off all this shit you see put together here. That's what he's doing. Yeah. Listen, this is the behind the scenes. And whether you like it or not, I'm the talent. And <laughs> hey, we got a good show tonight, man. You know, I got my <laughs> phone going, so I can't really look at the list. So you have to pull the list over, man. Yeah, that's cool, man. Don't, don't worry about it. But yeah, man, how's your week been, man? Man, you know, as always, man, it's been a week. You know, we just trying to be out here. We're trying to survive, trying to make everything work, trying yeah, to get man. it together. Yeah, man, I'm missing home, depressed at the same time. So I'm depressed with these damn Knicks. Missing home, just missed the uh, 30th anniversary of the, you know, the Spike Lee do the right thing. You know what's crazy? Like, you miss home, the Knicks missed out on every free agent. It's just a lot of misses in your life right now. Yeah, man, I mean... You know, look, man, when we get into the sports segment, I'll, I'll break it down, man. I have a long list of why I'm no longer a New York Knicks fan. Fake fan alert, ladies and gentlemen, fake fan alert. He ready to switch because the team didn't do what he wanted to do, but we'll get into that, man. So without further ado, man, before we get started, we got a couple people who actually gave some great questions. So when we go into our life relationship segment, we're going to go over some of those things. Some of them, we're going to play it. You may not be able to hear it on a live feed, but you can hear it when you tune into the podcast. That'll be on Apple Podcasts and every main mean streaming frequencies. But um, we'll make sure we repeat the questions for our uh, Instagram viewers so we can get this thing up. Right now, we're going live on Hadrico. Um, if you haven't tuned in by now, please hit us up on Instagram at DSC underscore podcast. That is DSC underscore podcast. So you can keep tuned with all the stuff we got going on. We also got a Facebook for my grown folks, DSC underscore podcast. And if you real, real old school and you don't want to send a letter because we ain't got no P.O. box, but we do got an email address. It is don't sleep on the couch at Gmail. Dot com. Now that we've done all the plugs, let's we get on Twitter too. We on Twitter as oh, well. Tweet, 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 tweety. <laughs> tweet away at DSC underscore podcast. Absolutely, man. So uh, what we got coming up this week? Uh, we have some relationship and life discussions we uh, going to talk about, and we'll get on. We'll get into that. Uh, we got the insane free agency moves that have happened over the last uh, two days. Got some music, some album releases from last week, and some uh-huh. things that are coming out uh, in the upcoming week. 
Uh, we got our couch potato segment, so Stranger Things season three. So we're gonna get into that, uh, and then that's that's about it. And then we got a few surprises on the way. So you know, without further ado, huh? Hey, real quick, where you want to start, man? Real quick, we want to shout out to the people who tune in on Instagram. My man Richard Ruffin. Uh, who else we got in there? I don't know. I ain't got my glasses on. You know, I can't see that on, far. I still away. can't see that far. But whoever you are, we there. We appreciate you. So let's get this thing rolling, man. What's up first? Where you want to start, man? Listen. Fellas, let's let's take one for the fellas. Let's start in the NBA. Yeah, we got free to, agency. We there got were to. a lot of big moves. There's a lot of reaction. There's a lot of people who have feelings. Let's start with what was considered to be the biggest move, and that is KD and Kyrie going to Brooklyn. KD spunning, spurning, whatever they say, the New York Knicks to sign with the Nets. I'm a, I'm gonna I'm turn this over to you because as a Knicks fan. I know your pain runs deep. It does, huh, man. So this is about the second time we done struck out in recent memory in free agency. So we had the LeBron James thing a, f- a couple years LeBron ago, LeBron right? James. We had that going on, and, you know, they set us up. Oh, we're going to get this cap space at this aside. We know, you know, who could turn away from the Mecca and all this. Swung and miss. That didn't hurt me as much. But this time, two, $70 million? This shit right here? Right here, man. I, that shit damn near brought me to tears, man. Damn near brought me to tears. It was so bad, y'all, that not only did he hate what the New York Knicks didn't do, he went on a rampage hating what every other team did. But we're going to get to the Knicks. Brooklyn Nets, was it a good move for KD to leave the Warriors? Go. Absolutely, man. He never felt like he was one there. So it's, it's time to go, man. It's a lot of things, man. You can talk about the GM, what he said at the parade. You can go back to uh, Draymond. You can go back to everybody in his ear. On You know, he, he stay on Instagram, Twitter, and all that stuff. Hey, it'll never be your team, even though the reason why they were dominant was because of KD. And then, you know, the Warriors won without him. But they weren't dominant like they were with KD. And one can argue they probably wouldn't have won those two championships without KD being there. It's definitely something that you can argue. Um, I believe I was watching uh, Undisputed, and Shannon Sharp made a good point. You know, old Shea Shea, Club Shea Shea. And he said, the Warriors were a great team, but with that seven-foot monster, they became unbeatable. And you saw when they lost KD and they lost Clay, they became very, very vulnerable. So do I think it was a good move? Absolutely, positively not. I think there was a lot of other choices KD should have went to. I think the Clippers would have been a good move for him. Even if Kawhi goes to the Clippers, we're not even going to talk about how Kawhi playing games. I think if he would have went to the Miami Heat, that would have been a great move, but that's I'm a Miami Heat fan, so I'm always going to say that. The Brooklyn Nets, KD and Kyrie, to me, does not equal championship. I mean, they definitely need a little bit more pieces. They definitely need to fill out that bench, but, I mean, I don't know if you watched Nets games last year, and it's safe to say you probably haven't. Spencer Dinwiddie uh, is great. Uh, Levert. He possibly can be a future. I'm willing to bet he possibly can be a future all-star. Before he got hurt, he was balling out for the Nets. So here's the thing, man. With me going back to the Warriors, the medicals, and all the stuff I said before, those are everything rolled into one, man, and, and why he had to leave. I mean, I think he heard the noise about it not being his team, and I don't know why, but do you think that he was – I don't think he was ever – happy even in winning you know I think Katie was looking for some justification 
when he went to Golden State, and he didn't get the justification that he needed. But even though it gives me great joy to pound and get on you when the Knicks do something dumb, ladies and gentlemen, I want y'all to tune in. And everybody else who on Instagram, I'm gonna try to read your comments and go to it. But you know, my the way my eyes are set up, you know, I'm gonna have to, when you see me looking at the screen all crazy, it just means I'm trying to read your comments. So let me let me go to something real quick for Katie, for the New York Knicks actually. The New York Knicks actually made a good move. I'm gonna tell you why they made a good move. Are, are you not trusting his health, or are you like because every other team in the league would have done exactly what the Nets did? Let me ask you a question: When you buy a brand new Mercedes, do you buy it and hope to drive it in two years and hope it rides just as good as it did when you first saw it? Absolutely not. But I think Absolutely that's a terrible not. comparison. You just let me just flow with me. So James Dolan, um, I think he still should have offered him max, but missing on KD. KD is coming back from an Achilles. He is out the entire year. The next year does not guarantee that he's going to be the player that he once was. Now, some people will tell you an 80% of KD is better than, or 70% of KD is better than 90% of the league. That could be true. That could be false. I think where the New York Knicks went wrong was not missing on KD, but because you miss, they, be, they made rash decisions. Y'all signed about 10 people who ain't worth a damn. Now, the best signing that you guys did was Julius Randle. But you're talking about paying Julius Randle $21 million a year? Julius Randle? He is, he's an up-and-coming His kid. numbers suggest it, and that's, that's all I'm going to say. Like Based on the numbers he put up last year, there's not too many other dudes in the league putting up those numbers. Now, I know he was on the Pelicans. A Pelicans this. without AD, so that's what he showed out at. Like I said, I think it was a good... If you missed on KD, that's not really what I'm going to crucify the Knicks for. I'm going to crucify the Knicks for signing. You got, um, you signed, uh, what's his name, Randall. Then you went and signed Alfred Payton. Then you went and signed Wayne Ellington. Then you went and signed another role player. Then you went and signed another role player. So, you know, we gonna, the, the song of the day for the New York Knicks, and I don't want you to add this when you do your editing. Everybody get your role on. Everybody, everybody. Get your role on because you signed a bunch of role players. And so the New York Knicks is going to be where the New York Knicks have been in the trash bin. The New York Knicks basketball brand is slowly but surely dying. And if they don't get something to happen quick, they will never recover. The Mecca that once was Madison Square Garden, I'm going to be honest with you. Don't nobody care about that shit no more. Nope. Like, nobody cares. Like, this is 2019. Don't nope. nobody feel. Nobody. None of these kids now that came up feel like New York is the Mecca of basketball. I say ever since we came about being adults, that's changed. Like, it's changed. Basketball is worldwide. New York isn't the Mecca anymore. I'm but sorry. And that's not, being from. Well, it's Nick. not the Mecca because the Knicks aren't winning. When the Knicks were playing, when you had the John Starks, the Patrick Ewens, even the Allen Houston days, when the Knicks were competitive, yeah. it was the Mecca because New York is such a huge but market. In 99, 99 is the last time we won big. That's the last time we went to the finals. And then we had those two or three years during the, uh, the mellow years. But other than that, we've been straight trash. I can go back to the McDice trade. I can go back to Eddie Curry, Marbury. Uh, Marbury Stoudemire. Mar- 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 Carmelo Oh, we going to pair him with. Car- Come on, man. Everything y'all have done. Everything we've done. Your Dolan, new uniform designs. I don't care. You name it. Up you na- and Yeah, and then, uh, then we get nothing back for that. And then we sign a bunch of people. You got to- Dennis Scott Jr., Man, get the hell out of here, man. I don't care about none of that shit, man. Like, none of those got the only pickup I respect is Randall. And Things. I respect, but other than that, man, I, I can't respect it, man. I'm out. I'm out. I'm, I'm a free, I'm a free agent. 
feeling. I'm going to just love the NBA from here on out, man. Listen, it's it's going to be less emotional. No, listen, I'm cutting you off. You, you talk about you a free agent, man. You're not a free agent. Yo, you're a I almost, New York Knicks fan. I almost came over here in my Nets gear. Really? That's how real it is. That's how we're doing that? That's how a real Nets it is. A Nets team with, and I'm going to tell you something else. Mark my words, y'all hear, y'all listen to me. All y'all on, on the gram, check that still tune in. Check me out. KD and Kyrie. Well, actually, you said Kyrie and DeAndre Jordan. No better than a six seed. Yo, I'm telling you, like they're not gonna be, they're gonna be okay next year. But I say they fifth, sixth seed again. Like they were the sixth seed this year. Now let's move on to the actual real business of the NBA free agency. The best deal done. You know what that deal was? I don't know, but I'm gonna get your man in. I'm going to call your man Kevin on this one. Well, please do, because now y'all won't be able to hear Kev, but when Kev get on, I'm going to ask him what I'm going to ask him a simple question, and I'm going to say, Kev, what was the best move of free agency so far? Kev, what's going on, man? Kev, big coach! You there, coach? Yeah, I'm here, man. What's up? Hey, coach, welcome to the couch, baby. What's up, man? Man, listen, man. Listen, we are here talking NBA. We've already discussed how disgusting the New York Knicks are. So I told Cash, let's talk about the best free agent acquisition of free agency. (laughs) Coach, can you tell the people at home and the nation and international people what was the best move? Oh, Jimmy B, no doubt. Jimmy Buckets? What what, What team did he go to? The Miami freaking Heat, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, for all the people that don't know, man, I love the Miami Heat. Love them to death. And I'm going to try to be as optimistic as I can when I say this. We back. (laughs) Oh, shit. Here we go. Here we go. Kev. Please tell the people why we back. I mean, I'm going to let you go. Then we're going to tell them. Then we're going to let Cash talk because, you know, we got to get him something. Well, first, of, first of all, we back on the strength that we got a guy that's a guy. You know what I'm saying? Because first of all, you know, folks don't understand when you got a guy that's a guy, man, you you, you can build around all of that, all of that. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, this guy can put up 25, 26, 30. He can do whatever he want to do. He can get all the shots he want. He can do whatever he want. And so that guy, man, I'm trying to tell you, man, like, wow. I'm excited because even though we gave up white side, that, that hurt my heart a little bit. And Trev, you can talk about it a little bit later, but we, we gave up white side. But Yo, Kev. Guy, Kev, what's your. Go ahead, go ahead, man. I don't mean to cut you off. Apparently you did. We just that's what you just I said. Did. Go you, ahead, man. You, he's in mid thought, and you you don't treat our guests like that. That's how you you gonna get off the couch if you are gonna treat people like that. Ken, I'm so sorry. He's so <laughs> mad about his damn Knicks. He doesn't even want to talk about the team. Please know, continue with your soliloquy. <laughs> he don't want to talk about the Knicks. Rude ass boy. No, I just went off on the emotional rant. But real quick, Kevin, and, and I, I'm gonna tune in real quick. I'm gonna jump in real quick. First off, um, how you gonna, don't how know, you gonna tell me don't cut him off? Well, he's already, lost, he's already lost his train of thought. Now I got to go ahead and bring it All back. All he said is, y'all got a guy that's the guy that's the guy. So your level of disrespect from you right now is at all time. Yeah, a lot, lot of disrespect. A lot of disrespect. Hey, hey y'all know this Heat Nick rivalry run deep. It's not a rivalry. Y'all been asked for years. <laughs> it has been a rivalry for years. So let's talk about the Heat trade. So first off, I agree with you. Um, Hassan Whiteside... It's a, it's a it's a love-hate relationship with me and him because he's done some great things that you hate to see him leave. But then, I mean, 
where has Hassan been lately? What has Hassan been doing other than going from the starter to the bench roll to this to that? So sending him to Portland, I think, definitely gives Portland another big, some assurance while they wait for uh, Nokeen Yurik to get healthy. It helps Portland. We got back Miles Leonard. Most people don't know about Miles Leonard, but he's actually a big man who can stretch the floor, shoot the three ball, and he does a decent job rebounding. And he's probably one of the best passers of a big man. He's always like he was averaging like four assists a game from a big. When you get those type numbers from a big, that's great. Now to do this, Pat Riley has went back into the Pat Riley bag of tricks. He shipped out uh, Mo Harkless, and by doing so, he gave us Jimmy Butler. Now, if I know anything about Pat Riley. Kev, how many times you ever seen Pat Riley make one move and stop? Never. 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 There's rumors that the Miami Heat are actually trying to get Bradley Bill. We're meeting with DeMarcus Cousins today. I mean, this Heat team could turn around in no time and be a top three seed in the East. Now, now Kev, my question is, does DeMarcus Cousins move the needle for you? Because absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. absolutely. And I'm gonna tell you why. If we get Jimmy B, DeMarcus Cousins, and the surrounding cast, we're in there, bruh. Like the thing about it is, is that we haven't been in playoff contention in a minute. This is called it what it is. But if we get those cats, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. We gonna be oh boy, I can't even tell you how hard we're gonna be. And the problem is, is that Jimmy B is going to get his opportunity to get his shots up. We get those opportunities, bro. We we in a nice swimwear. I mean, Trev, talk to me. What you think? Listen, I think you're hitting that right on the head, man. When you add a guy like Demarcus Cousins to the mix, you got a chance to make this team and this roster even better. Um, you give us a big in the inside; it gives us a presence. You know, first off. Losing J- uh, J- Richardson, Jay Rich was a hard loss. He's a nice, young, great player. But at the Absolutely. end of the day, what Jimmy Buckets brings to this team, he brings that grittiness. He brings that attitude. He brings somebody that actually his style of play fits the organization. Miami is known for ha- being the hard nose. We work hard. We play hard. We work. We get ourselves in shape to do some great things. And I think that'll be a benefit for DeMarcus Cousins because it'll be the first time he actually got pushed physically to get himself in physical shape. And it may cut down yeah. on some of those injuries that he does have. When you get a DeMarcus Cousins in shape, because there was a time, let's not get, let's not get lost, DeMarcus Cousins was considered the best big man in basketball. And that's, that's exactly where I, I want to leave off on that is where those two combustible kind of guys, I don't know if they exactly will work together if you guys are able to pull that off because Jimmy demands that you play hard. And I don't know how DeMarcus is going to take that, especially when Jimmy hasn't won shit yet. So, you know what I'm saying? He don't have the cachet to walk in there and say certain things to DeMarcus. And then on the flip side, you know how – DeMarcus is, so I don't know how those two personalities are going to match. Personally, I think if y'all were to get them, them dudes a scrap before game 10. You know what? Guess what, though? Here's the difference. I'm going to give you the one difference. Jimmy, you like you just said, did you not just say Jimmy demands that you play hard, correct? Absolutely. And okay, I, 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 hold, I, on, I, hold on, hold on. So, did in, in, in Minnesota, he demanded they play hard, and guess what happened? He, he, he got shipped out. He left. In Philly, he demanded they play hard, and guess what happened? 
He left, but he, he left. left. Hold on, no, oh, I'm, no, I'm, he I'm left. getting you somewhere. I'm getting, I'm you know why he left. I'm taking you somewhere. What's on South Beach? Listen, uh, yeah, on South Beach, a lot of great people. Whole um, lot of pu. Uh, what? <laughs> we talking about basketball? <laughs> get, yourself, get your get your life. But check this out. So here's the difference. Jimmy Butler has been places where he's trying to push the players because he's the only one pushing. In Miami, you're going to get pushed by not just Jimmy Butler. The organization is going to push you. Good point. And I guarantee you, before Boogie, if he ever if he comes to Miami, I guarantee you the great Pat Riley and Eric Spoelstra are going to say, "We're not okay with you slacking on defense. We're not okay with you coming in out of out of shape, out of weight, uh, out of weight, excuse me, overweight, overweight. overweight. I got you. Overweight. I got you. So therefore, it's not just Jimmy Butler pushing the needle. It's the organizational makeup and the framework that pushes the needle. Pat Riley demands players that have a certain body fat percentage. Hey man, look, I like I like the move if you can get Boogie, and especially just get Boogie on a one year prove it deal, pay him twenty mil or whatever. I don't know what you guys can stop it. I don't know what, you, but that's what that's stop what he's it. worth. He's going to get a mid level exemption. No, he's not. He ain't taking Let's another one. Bet. He's not. I I I will bet if he signs with Miami, it'll be through mid level. I bet you it won't. Boogie <laughs> ain't taking no mid level again, bro. Really? No, no. You ain't. Cap, do you think he's taking another mid level? I don't think he's taking another mid-level, but I think he's going to take a moderate contract. He wants to be in an organization. He wants to be in an environment. Let me tell you. Where who, he's going to thrive. Let me you tell you who just got ten million a year. You just going to cut him off again, huh? No, no. Keep doing, huh? I'm a, we having a conversation. Kev, Kev, Kev come I'm, right back. I'm come so right back. Sorry, Kev. I'm, he, he's let me tell you who got ten million a year. Enos Cantor. Okay, There's a lot of guys on that level that have gotten ten million. You can't tell me Boogie is coming to. A Miami situation to where you guys aren't in championship contention on ten mil. Boogie might, will go to the Miami not, Heat let, for let the me, mid let level. Me cut you off. Let me cut you off. Go get him, Kev. I'm, let me cut you off. If he's not going to the Lakers, which I think is the best viable position for him to go to, he's going to come to the Miami Heat, and I'm going to tell you why. He's going to come to the Heat. He's going to realize that he's going to be a viable second one A one B option, and when he gets there. He's going to get buckets, okay? And at the end of the day, we got to look at this. Jimmy Buckets is going to be the man in Miami. He is a Dwayne Wade disciple, okay? Let's talk about that first. Him and Dwayne Wade have a very good relationship. Dwayne Wade has asked him, like, look, you come to Miami, I will groom you to be that guy. And we all know what Dwayne Wade accolades are. Legend. So let's look at that, all right? And secondly, secondly, let's put Boogie Cousins in that, 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 that second situation. Boogie Cousins is going to be what Whiteside never was. Boogie Cousins is going to be that guy, especially coming off the second year uh, off his injury. He's going to be that guy that really puts numbers up. So let's, let's really look at what we're talking about. Like It's going to be a match made in heaven. So in my mind, the way this is going to work out is that this guy, Boogie Cousins, who I'm talking about, let's be clear, Boogie Cousins is going to be that guy that really, really, really moves the needle because in the East – this is talk about in the East. We got Philadelphia. We got Milwaukee. We got the 76. We, we got all these teams that look like they're primed to be the teams that are going to be first, second, third, Yo, interchangeable. Hold, hold, hold that thought, Kev. Are you on speakerphone right now? I am. All right. Can you do me a favor and take yourself off speakerphone? And why? Why he's getting all that stuff situated, guys? Real quick for the people on Instagram. I know you can't hear what the what the caller is saying right now, but that's just what. Nah, look, you were just coming through a little choppy, that, bro. That's how we're gonna get you to listen to the damn podcast. If you want to hear all this good content, you gonna have to subscribe, rate five star only, and tune in. If you put this on speaker, can you hear? 
Nah, but it won't be able to record if I put this oh, on speaker. Okay, I got you. So yeah, I'm, um, on, I'm on speaker right now. The, ooh, and you boy, still, yeah, sound crystal clear. Sound crystal clear. Go, go and finish that beat. That thought that kid. All I'm saying is that look, man. Like we gotta realize that Boogie Cousins was, is the first, second, one A, one B best big man in the league. You got Jimmy Buckets, who's a who's a phenomenal scorer, who can get the shot off whenever they want. You put them in a Miami situation that's a championship caliber organization, they're going to thrive and they're going to be awesome. And all I'm saying is that you can't put those two together and not not expect awesome, awesome, awesome outcome. Like, yeah, you got, like I said, you got the Philadelphia 76ers, you got the Milwaukee Bucks, you got Toronto, and if, if they get Kawhi back. But at the end of the day, man, like, you can't, you can't act like Jimmy Buckets is not going to put up points. Not gonna put up numbers. It's not gonna put up, uh, you know, just the output. That's gonna what it's gonna take to really, really, really move the needle. And I, what you guys gotta understand is that, like, you add Boogie Cousins to that mix, and now we got a problem. You got a problem in the league. You know I what problem that, you got? No that? outside shooting. That's the problem whoa, you whoa, had. Whoa, and and that goes the uneducated commentary from Cash. It's not what he uneducated. <laughs> what he didn't see was the young rookie we got last night going five from ten from three from Tyler oh, Hero he, Cash, Cash, playing Cash, Hero Cash. ball. Yo, look, Cash, I, I, let, let me let me let me cut you off. Let me cut you off. Get him again, how that, Cash. How was how that any different than the Lakers? How that, is that any different? That's the why they were bad last Kelly year. Kelly Olynyk can shoot the three. <laughs> that's precisely why the Lakers Goran were bad. Goran Dragic can yeah, shoot the three. Yeah, but what I'm saying is you still got Dragic. Like, Deion you know, Waiters like, can no, shoot you, the you three. You don't have Dragic no more? Yes, we do. I thought yes, you, you do. That I know, trade sir. didn't go through. How about, uh, you, didn't go through. Y'all how about get, you pay attention to the league? Don't think you get... Oh, come on, man. Y'all, he was traded. He wasn't traded. No. Oh, you had Jimmy. You didn't he have Trey. He did not go to the Mavericks. Here's the thing. Did y'all or did you not have Jimmy or not... And y'all were a little worried about Jimmy? No, Come we on, man. Y'all don't even know how to complete trades. You were worried about that. We you have Pat Riley. We no. don't have James Dolan. Yo, y'all. Kev, I was just talking to you when you were worried about yeah, it. Yeah, nobody yeah, was, was worried. We're not yes, worried about he that. Wasn't oh, worried here we go, we man. Now we, y'all got to figure it out. We, figure it out. we still got outside shooting with Dragic, Waiters, Olenek. I mean, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. We got people who shoot people. Jimmy Buckets. Go ahead, go Trip, ahead, Kev. Trip, let me have the floor. Let me have the floor. We're not done. Thank you, Kev. We're not done. He's mad because the Knicks done. Y'all just spent done. 10 minutes talking on a hypothetical no, you spent, guy that can't you shoot spent the three. Talking about Who can't shoot the three? Boogie. We're not done. That's all you talking about. Oh we're not done. I'm sorry, Kev. I'm Keith, sorry. We're not done. We're not done. Y'all are done. Hey, y'all going to play. Look. My Knicks suck, and y'all gonna play four more games. We gonna play eighty two. Y'all gonna play eighty six. No, Keith, y'all not gonna play. Y'all ain't gonna let, play eighty two. Let's bet. Y'all gonna, y'all, y'all gonna play seventy. <laughs> hey, let's rest. bet we play more than four games in the playoffs. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Hey, if we get Jimmy Buckets and Demarcus, we're playoff bound. We're playoff bound. With That's Jimmy. about it. If we get Demarcus, if we get if we get if we get Demarcus, we in the second round. If yeah, we pull up the Bradley Beal trade, we in the Eastern hey, Conference man. Finals. Yeah, y'all y'all don't won three done. championships in recent memory. Y'all should be all about championships. Up we know, but how, many, how, many, how, many, how many championships has the Knicks won in recent memory? Hold on. They hold on. Let's they wait haven't. for it. And people on Instagram, he asked how many championships have the Knicks won. And as you can see, there's really no answer. No, and, 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 and Trey, yeah. let's be very clear. Go ahead. Let's be very clear. In recent memory. In recent no. memory. No. Nothing. I don't. Nothing. But, Knicks, I mean, you guys know that. You guys knew that. The See, Knicks, these jokes are kind of terrible. But I actually have the, I'm just asking, have the Knicks ever won a championship? You can't throw about, the Knicks in my face when I'm... When I, so I can't be, make a debate. critical 
comment about, about y'all without the Knicks we're being talking brought about debating. up. In, in, in current situation so right now, in current situation right now, current roster situation right now. You're middle of the road. That's what I'm talking about. Even with all these acquisitions, cash, y'all cash, will cash, not be cash, good. Cash, y'all, would, cash. y'all would make the playoffs and lose in the first round. Okay, I know, but what I'm saying is that we're, how are we any less off than the Knicks are? You didn't make any any reparable moves in free agency besides Julius Randle. Besides Julius Randle. I agree. And, and Reggie and Bullock. I agree. Not a needle mover. But if we get Jimmy Butler and DeMarcus Cousins, Gordon Dragic, and whoever else who we might get because we're not done, Pat Riles has been a, a formidable GM in this league for I don't know how long. I'm going to put it to you like I'm this. Gonna this. The Miami Heat did a hell of a job. Great trade. Good things on you. And I also got, we also got to touch one other thing real quick. Why I love what Miami did, yo, Philadelphia may have really gave themselves one of the most potent starting fives because they ain't got no bench. Starting fives that you can actually assemble with Simmons, Richardson, Tobias Harris, Al Horford, and um, And and Joel Embiid. Now, I don't know who the hell on the bench. I think they may have some people from the Knicks. They lost J.J. Reddick. Yeah, he went to the Pelicans. Yeah, slow, low-key We got to talk about that. We got to talk about J.J. Reddick leaving, all right? That's going to be a situation that's going to really, really, really move the needle because J.J. Reddick was that equalizer. J.J. Reddick was that that the outside shooting that really, really, really put them over the head, uh, over the edge. And the fact that he's gone, that's going to be a problem for the 76ers. I mean, you guys talking about all this outside shooting, you talking about, you know, the athletes that they got, but J.J. Reddick really, really, really was that guy. And at the end of the day, now that he's gone, I think to me, you know, that equalizes out Ben Simmons' outside shooting. That equalizes out Tobias Harris's game. That equalizes out a lot of stuff. And the fact that he's gone, I think that makes them mortal. I mean, tell me what y'all think. Yeah, I, I think it's the same way. And, and I don't see their shooting. So they're going to have an excellent starting five. But yeah, they got no shooters. Jason, they got no shooters uh, Richardson, the best shooter they got. He can be fluky at best. I don't I don't, I don't um, think so, Trev. I don't think so. I don't think he's going to be able to do it at that clip that J.J. Reddick did. No, I no, we, I'm nowhere near trying to say he's a shooter that J.J. Reddick is. I'm just saying he's the only viable three-point shooter they got. Tobias Harris can knock down some. Philly will be a problem if they fill out the bench with some solid minimum guys and some guys maybe at the mid-level. I think they can do some things. But with that starting five, they should have enough to get themselves back to the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But, but the thing is, is it enough to beat Boston? Is it enough to beat Milwaukee? Because I'm, a, you know what, Boston actually with them getting um, Kimball Walker, I think it actually makes them a better team personally. That's what I'm saying. I think he's a more he's a more unselfish player than Kyrie, but I think he fits that system better than Kyrie does because exactly. at the end of the day, he doesn't command the shots that Kyrie demanded. And what I'm saying is that with Boston in the mix, with Toronto possibly being in the mix with Ka- uh, Kawhi if he goes back, I mean, with Milwaukee, I mean, Milwaukee lost a little bit. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Milwaukee lost some key parts. However, comma, they're still in the mix because they got Giannis. They got Giannis, so, uh, and they was able they do to got yeah, they, they, they was able they to bring back up, Brooks and uh, Robin Lopez. I mean, um, Robin Lopez, whatever Brook Lopez and Joe Lopez and Mister Lopez. So the Lopez brothers, that's they got every damn be. Lopez in the league on their team. Um, so Milwaukee's gonna be a good team. Actually, at the end of the day, man, because we got to wrap the NBA up, man. It's gonna be an exciting season. What I hope here, and I'll leave it with this: I really hope Kawhi Leonard does not sign with the LA Lakers. 
because we have a chance that if he signs with the Clippers or stays with Toronto or goes to Miami, um, we have a chance for the first time to see something we haven't seen since I think we were kids, and that's an NBA with parity. That's an NBA yep. where you don't know who's going to win the title. If he goes to the Lakers, bro, I mean, the Lakers, it's going to be tough to tell me a team that's going to be able to beat them in the seven-game series. I don't care who they get. They can go get you. Right. They can go get you off the street. You're right, right, right. But let me. I'm let me, looking, let me, I'm let me, looking let me, at you. Let me, uh, let, me, let, me, let me put this in here, though. Either one of y'all <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna talk about that later. That's another subject for another day. Nick but here, here, here's what we are though. Even if the Lakers get Kawhi, okay, great acquisition. You got a huge, huge, huge big three. But there's no guarantee. All right, it's really no guarantee. Things happen in life. So injuries, chemistry, media pressure all of that stuff happens so how can you really guarantee that they're going to win it um i I think what you you know i I think with him going to the lakers though man the problem is like you're saying yes they may not have much other things around them but it's it's enough i mean on any given night any one of those dudes can just go hamburglar um i think lebron will actually flourish because he gets a chance to go to his true what he should have been a long time ago, a point guard. I mean, he gets to play the point, and who's going to stop him? Who's going to stop a 6'8 freight train when he's got Anthony Davis he can dump down to or Kawhi Leonard at his, at his beckoning call? If he goes to the L.A. Lakers, the NBA is going to be set back. And I know they say, well, what about the Warriors? The Warriors did the same thing. And how many people complained about the league then? So our answer is to do the same thing again? No. I think he goes to the Clippers. I hope he goes to the Clippers. You better not go to the Lakers. Um, I know the Lakers and all the Laker fans want him to go, but I just don't feel that's a good lead for the good move for the league. I think it I mean, I don't think we really hated it. Like everybody loves a dynasty and you love to see that dynasty crumble. And you know, I was cool with it. I didn't give a shit. And I think that this that's time around, you're a Knicks fan and y'all don't really care about basketball. No, that's well, not the well, case. The what the okay. case the case is the Lakers, right? <laughs> the Lakers, if they get Kawhi you still have a Golden State team that's going to have Clay, Curry, and Draymond. The same three that they started and with. And D'Lo. And D'Lo, but I think D'Lo going to get moved. Yeah, but D'Lo ain't going to be there. January. They already, it's already yeah, been a bleach report that, yeah. that D'Lo is signing three. So with that, here, said, with that said, here, with the D'Lo move, the Lakers, and if they when uh, Steph and them boys get Clay back, they're going to be right back in business, man. Not gonna this be, year, though. Not this year. Why not? They just got to. They just got to pedal year. along and get to the six, not this year, seven. Because when have you ever seen somebody come off an ACL injury that's been one hundred percent and can beat themselves? You're not going to you be one hundred percent, Adrian Peterson. Yeah, but, but Cash, what I'm saying is that Cash, let hear me out. What I'm saying is that by the time he does come back, we're talking about April, April, May time frame, right? It, it, who knows? They might be too far gone before it's even it even matters. He might come back, but he might not be enough to. Move that needle. You know, we talking about moving that needle. We talk about players that move that needle. Like he might not be there, and even still, he might come back, but he's not going to be able to. You know, he's going to be just getting back to himself or trying to be. Let's look at uh, uh, Gordon Hayward, right? How was Gordon Hayward really effective on 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 the Celtics this year? Really, let's talk about that. No, he wasn't. But everybody heals differently, and I think Clay's game is predicated on not being athletic. So. We once saw this guy score, what, 60 on, what, a few dribbles? You know what I'm saying? So I, I think all he needs to do run, get to his spot, shoot the three, shoot along two, 
and he's going to be fine. I don't think he's going to come back 100%, but for him to come back and do exactly what I was just explaining isn't too far-fetched for me. It's not. They it's just not, need to tread They need to tread water, and like we were saying offline, man, it's time for them to show, and Steph in particular, to show and prove. Without, yeah, but, but with, with, the, with the sample size that we have, is that really something that we can look forward to? Because you got to look at it. He's had ample, ample, ample opportunities to show us that he's he's that guy. And every time the the, the opportunity presented itself, he's come short. So I think we know what Steph is going to be in prime time. Also, I got to ask you this: like, yeah. with, what you talk? Oh, okay, uh, Trev, 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 Trev. Uh, I'm gonna let you, you get the time in. You get to chime in, but I'm gonna you ask know, you this: I, I, I in the finals, say. in the finals, in the playoffs, in the finals, in the playoffs, when he was without uh, Clay Thompson, when he was without Kevin Durant, what did he really do? He he put up a bunch of shots. He put up forty-three points. Was it enough to win the game? He put up forty-three points. Nobody in the NBA no more can do this alone. LeBron did all of that work. Yeah, LeBron did. That levy, he still didn't do it alone. Lost. And he, he lost. lost. Even LeBron had his big games. You still lose when you're by yourself. For him to go into that game without Clay, without and people say, "Well, they still had Draymond. It's had Iguodala." You gotta understand something. You ain't gotta guard them. Not not the way you have to do everybody else. Right. The whole floor opens up different. I don't think it's necessarily saying that Steph isn't able or Steph isn't capable. Um, the, the last shot that he missed to tie the game or put it in overtime in that game five, excuse me, or game six, whatever game that was, um, it was a good look. He missed it. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, I can't tell you two other people that I would rather have that shot that he took in that moment, maybe three. And those three, and when I say rather, to me, rather just means I'm willing to let them take the shot instead of Chef, uh, Steph. And those people would be Clay. Dame Lillard, because apparently he's just good at that, and probably KD. Now, two of the people I just listed are on his team, and they were hurt. And then, because if Clay don't get hurt in Game Six, oh, we got a Game Seven, because he was out there cooking. Uh, yeah, possibly, possibly. We don't know. Oh, that. come on, man, come on. Possibly, possibly. Like Go to State. Possibly. But if they him to sign um, D'Angelo, like you said, I do think it's a move so they can trade him later because somebody will want him. That that was a move to prevent possible moves. That wasn't a move to move forward, if you will. Yeah, and at the end of the day, I think they will use him until the trade deadline because I think his job is just to keep the team going with Steph until Clay can get on the court. Because once Clay right. gets on the court, then basically there's no need for him ever. So, <laughs> good move. Um, True story. But also, let me let me let me let me okay. throw this scenario out at you guys. Let me throw this scenario out at you guys because, like I said, we got to talk about the NBA in the entirety. So let's say we already know Iggy is on the on the buyout man. Okay, we got that. So if Iggy's on the buyout man, let's say he ended up going to the Lakers. Okay, we got that. Okay, so now if we're really talking about it over an 82 game series, oh, 82 game season. Right now, if if and it looks like the Lakers are primed to get these, this individual, if the Lakers get Iguodala or Iggy, okay, I messed up his name. I'm sorry. Um, if they get him and they get Kawhi, even if they don't get Kawhi, but let's say they get Boogie as a constellation, if we're talking about rosters, top to bottom, who's really primed, really primed to be in championship contention right this second? Is it the Lakers or is it the Warriors? Right now, it's the Lakers. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think we have we got to settle on that. We got to settle on that. We got really got to settle on that. I don't settle on that. You know, first off, um, I made it real clear in every podcast that I do that 
I don't think LeBum that good, you know. Um, when he was in Miami, he was great. <laughs> but uh, other than that school, you know, he all right, you know. You got to let it him, go, man. I think we give him a little too much credit. <laughs> you got to let it go. Okay. He, so well, nice. I'm going to bring this back. I'm going to bring this back full circle because we talk, we we, end, we we started this conversation talking about the heat. Which was a great what one. I'm saying is that, I'm all about what I'm saying about is that, that if, the, if, the, if the heat, if the heat can acquire Boogie Cousins, uh, and we really move forward with that. And when I'm talking about a true Heat fan, I've been back when they had fucking, you know, uh, Tim Hardaway and all them joints, man. Like, I'm saying, like, if you're really talking about this, the Miami Heat will definitely move the needle in the playoff contention area. They're not championship contention team right now. But however, comma, we can't say that because we don't know the uh, the uh, moves that um, Riles is going to keep moving with you like it's not gonna be it so at the end of the day man we got two we got two spectrums we got the lakers that have something going on but we definitely have the miami heat that have made moves to build on the future and to really 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 uh move themselves uh in a driver's seat to be playoff and championship contenders in the future not now not now but in the future you know i definitely listen i'm a miami heat fan so i'm all for any moves that Miami Heat make that can actually help them be a better team. And the Jimmy Butler move definitely did that. Now it's just trying to see how it all goes on the court. But, Kev, we want to thank you for taking the time to come on the couch, man. You know, we got to get all our relationships and all other topics, man. You know, we can talk basketball all night long. For sure, for sure, man. Appreciate it, Kev. Appreciate you coming through, man, taking some time to sit on the couch with us, man. Big ups, Miami Heat for life. Um, all good, man. All good, man. I told y'all, man. Like anytime, hey, I'm I'm here, man. You know, I definitely want to contribute to the pod. I, I definitely support what you guys are doing. Uh, you guys are moving in the right direction, man. And I tell you, man, I'm one of your biggest fans, bro. Hey, well, we oh, appreciate love, you, man. Kev, we appreciate love. every listen and every um, you know, request I put out that you put out for somebody else, man. We hope we're giving people some good content, man. But Miami Heat will win the championship in a couple of years, but I'm a Miami Heat absolutely, fan, so I absolutely. believe that every year. Absolutely. 2024, um, we're going to be right there. Boom. Yeah. There you go. You never know. <laughs> Delusional. Hey, thank you Delusional for tuning in, Kev, man. We appreciate you, man. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll get on to our next topic. Absolutely, man. Y'all play, y'all brothers be blessed, man. All right, All right peace. peace. All right, later. Hey, so listen up, y'all. First off, we thank y'all for tuning in, but we're going to go and bring this podcast down to a close. And y'all saying, well, wait. Y'all ain't talk about love, relationships, and all other stuff. Episode, Episode 11. Double up. It's two ones, so we're going to double up with two ones. This episode is just going to all be about the NBA and sports. And then the next one, we're going to hit music, movies, and relationships. So all our lady listeners, y'all can tune in and get directly to what y'all want, because I'm pretty sure y'all don't want to hear about how great the Miami Heat Oh, we've be. heard it. We've heard it. Oh, I already skipped over the sports. I go right to the relationship thing. So now, you know what I'm saying, we're going to use it as a test market, and maybe we're going to see which one get listened to the most. Maybe have to change the damn direction of the show. Oh, yeah, man. You know, you can just, good idea. We can you can just ask us what, what would uh, Cash and Hood do. Mm. You know? Oh, sorry. Exec P. Oh, Exec P. And if you change your name, I'm changing my name too then. No, nah, no, nah, man. Just be your own man. Guess Stay, what, no. be your own, be your guess, own. What, <laughs> guess what my name finna be? Talent. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, but look, we out, y'all. We'll be back real shortly with episode 11, Double Up. Thank y'all for tuning in to the pod. DSC underscore podcast. DSC underscore podcast on Twitter. Um, DSC underscore podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and don't sleep on the couch at gmail.com. Hit us up. Um, we do answer those questions. And Twitter, 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 too. And tweet, tweet, tweety. Hit us up, DSC. We out.
Oh, no, no, no. But we be right back. Yeah, so we kind of out. We kind of like taking a break. Yeah, yeah, but we coming we right, right back, back with an- another episode. Double right. Later. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. Hit us up at DSC underscore podcast on the gram or send us an email at don't sleep on the couch at gmail.com. Thank you for coming to sit with us. See y'all next week.